0: Just go to Indeed.com/slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello and welcome to the College Football Fantasy Podcast presented by RotoViz. I am your host, Dave Lako. Joined as always by Matt wispay wispy the kid. How the hell are you man? I'm all right <laughs> I love the energy. Woo we're off to a good start. Um, no, I'm good. I'm just uh yeah just in the middle of writing articles and yeah trying doing, to
2: trying what to um, multitask
1: Speaking of writing articles we were just talking about it uh, why don't you tell our listeners uh, by the way, thank you guys for listening uh we've noticed a nice increase in listenership this season which is super fun uh welcome one and all uh i hope you didn't take my bets last week (laughs) um i had a garbage week we'll get we'll get to that um although we don't like to talk about talk about that so (laughs) we'll just go right into next week but no no you're writing a couple of articles What,
2: what games are you uh what games are you covering this week Uh, So this week I will be writing about James Madison and Appalachian State. And I'll tell you guys later in this episode, I do have thoughts on that game. And then um, Central Michigan and Penn State, which I haven't fully formulated thoughts, so it's not going to be one of my best bet plays. But I will have a pretty well organized thought on it by the time we get to uh, when that article publishes on Saturday morning, I think. Perfect. That's great.
1: Um, Speaking of last week. Um, for the uh, for DFS in college this week, I uh, I was up 0. 0.075 units, <laughs> so another profitable week. <laughs> I was hey, like, I did all the <laughs> yeah. It's small victories lead to giant victories. I don't know. I don't think they say anything. NFL small DFS wins was, are wins. NFL was uh, was much better. I I was up uh, forty units, so I had a good weekend. Um, I had a lot of Tyreek Hill. And Lamar Jackson, yeah, oh, uh, so it was that's fair, it was fun. Um,
2: I'm, I had a lot of fantasy success, I mean, because I, I kind of went all in in uh the two uh Jalen Waddle stacks, yes. this year, and that was very kind to me this weekend. That was you know, I really enjoyed what I mean. I know this is a college football podcast, it's but fun.
1: um, just I mean, I had a lot of money on uh Ravens minus three and a half, <laughs> so I was not happy, um, but. <laughs> I will just say, I I, I was like when when um, Miami was down by like twenty one, I was like I should just like buy the alt line on the live total right now. Oh, not like but like the spread back to mm-hmm. like three and a half because it was at like plus four twenty. I was
2: like I could have put like four bucks on it just <laughs> just in case, and I didn't. um I, I mean it was that. it was a crazy game and fun. so I, I think I've talked about it a lot on this. Show, but I'm not really is I'm not a huge fan of the NFL anymore. I I watch on Red Zone because I get bored because there's too many commercials. I um I think that you see very little um, difference in team style. I think everybody's basically the same, and no one like there's nothing that's like interesting. Exciting. Yeah, so it, you you're you're getting to see like the same old same old every week. Whereas in college. I mean, college is nonsense. But I, yes. last week was crazy because you had you had the Jets uh, win over the Browns, which was pure nonsense. You had the um, Dolphins come the, back, you had the Dolphins game. And honestly, even like the Bengals game of just like, yeah, them failing to beat a team that was seemingly like limping their way into that game. Oh, yeah. And literally, it. like oh, yeah. it's it was a it was a crazy week of football to the point where like me, not an NFL fan. Heck, i i was at a uh, i was at a baptism, and I, I i, mean, I just I watched regular football, not even red zone. It was, um, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I I like the Ravens because I feel like they're the one
1: team that is a little bit different, not just with their style of play well, yeah. with Lamar, but also like they do everything like by the analytics. Like, I love that Harbaugh goes for on fourth down a bunch. May have cost him the victory this week, hey. but in the long haul, like I love it. So I, I've adopted the Ravens. I've got a, I've got a soft spot. But we're not here to talk about the NFL. We're here to talk about some college football. Uh, we don't want to look in the rearview mirror and look at our week. Well, actually, I mean, my like week we... wasn't my week wasn't actually bad. I was actually positive on the week. Let yeah, you had a very strong
2: week. You went. I was up. You were six two, and four last week. Up two point four eight units. I. So, was three and seven and minus five point two five units. Um nope, I lied. I'm two It. where's my three coming from? Purdue uh, I was three is and over. seven. Yeah. Um because that, that Purdue Syracuse over shouldn't Dude, have
1: hit. 42. I know. We were talking about bad beats and what that means. I, whatever the opposite of a bad beat is that was the Purdue Syracuse yeah, no, game was, that <laughs> was I got so lucky because I was on Syracuse money line with the over parlay um, like the same game parlay and so I was like going <laughs> going into the foot, I was like I know, that's dead and all of a sudden I was like what the hell I also had a ton of Schrader um and uh
2: O'Connell and I mean best, so. Purdue should have Purdue they were the better should have I taken advantage well I don't know but see this was one of those games where like turnover luck how do you mm-hmm. judge it because Syracuse and where was tried Sean to Tucker that game
1: was well, so weird no Sean Tucker
2: they're it they're weird they tried but Syracuse I just, is I just weird get them going
1: the other but, crazy one was BYU Oregon we were both on the wrong side of that Oregon I mean, I, looked really good does this change your first pers- like because you were not very high on Oregon at all but you I were high not. on
2: BYU they're, do you feel like B- what do you what are your thoughts so BYU's lost the way they lost; they fell very far in my power reading. Um, so the they fell. They, dropped, they fell more than
1: Oregon rose.
2: I think Oregon went up. I don't exactly remember where I had Oregon last week, but I think Oregon probably jumped up into like that fringe top twenty-five range for me. Yeah, I don't. I still don't think they're an amazing team. I still. Think I agree. More than I likely, agree. they're they're probably like I don't think they're gonna. I don't. They're not gonna win the Pac twelve. But that's because I think the Pac-12 is kind of rough this year. But where do I have Oregon? You know, I have Oregon. You know what? I this is sorted by something
1: different. I I bet you we have different answers on this. But if you had to take, uh, what what odds would you need uh, for USC to win the Pac-12? Odds? Yeah. Plus one fifteen. Okay, I thought you would say a bigger number than that. I'm right there too. So we're both we both feel like uh I mean, if we had to take the field, we'd probably take the
2: field, but otherwise if we had to pick one team, it'd be USC. I I think right now na- like so here's the problem I have with it. You're right. I I mean, yes. I think USC is the most likely to win there, although they've got a couple of trip uh some a couple of spots that I think are like legitimately rough for them. Um I think they're going to have two games back to back where pretty much are going to decide their season. <laughs> well, it's it's Utah and Washington State. I think those two games are going to tell you a lot about, is this team real, or have they just been stomping on teams that couldn't keep up? I
1: mean, this week and, could tell us a lot, too. I mean, this Oregon State team is no Oregon joke. Oregon
2: State doesn't quit, and that's a, a thing you should like about them. Um, so I, I have Utah higher rated in my power rating, but not by much. Yeah. Um, I think a I, I have Washington... Mind.
1: A good friend of mine just got hired on to the staff at Utah. So nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for them, but they're my friends and now they're moving to friggin' Utah.
2: So that's. They sad. suck. But I'm yeah. mad at you, Stefan's friends. <laughs> yes. Um, the other one that I have that is above them is actually Washington. I just, you're, I mean, I, I think right now, USC is the team that we're going to see the most growth from over the course of this year. Right. And I think the odds of them missing the PAC 12 championship game are lower than that of um, Utah or Washington or Oregon. Like I think all of those teams have a higher likelihood of just missing the PAC 12 championship. Whereas I think USC is probably going to end the year with one loss. Yeah, no, that's interesting that you say that because um,
1: I have a future bet on Utah playing in the PAC 12 championship game, not necessarily winning it. They just have to be first Mm -hmm. or second. And right now, I think they are the second best team. So I still think they'll make it. But my fear now isn't that Oregon will jump them. It's that Washington could. I think Washington uh, has really, really impressed me so far this year. That's um, what happens
2: when you I'm, hire a competent coach.
1: Right. Yeah, DeBoer is looking very good. And somehow Penix is looking really, really good. I'm curious what that will look like once he... I didn't think we'd say this after a Michigan State game, but faces a more difficult competition in the back 12. But... um I yeah. I'm curious what Washington's gonna look like. I'm curious what Oregon is gonna look like. I feel like I know what Utah is gonna look like. And USC. But are you just, curious
2: what Colorado is gonna look like?
1: I know. I think we. I think we know. Colorado is my new UMass. <laughs> it's just
2: like every Colorado's week trash. on the, every week on the sheet. And can we just big, point out that I love I, because we. I need to keep something going that we had a tradition from last year. Um, I hate Liberty as a school. I hate yes. them a lot. I think they're a bad uh, representation of this life uh, that we live. Um, and UMass is trolling the hell out of them by holding pride day during yes. their matchup against them. I um, love it so much. I will probably bathe UMass anyway. I think I that's love it a day so that like UMass now has a small place in my heart because Absolutely. they're willing to troll so hard. Um, so for just this one moment, Go UMass.
1: That's right. All go right. UMass. I think I think that's next week. I think they
2: play uh, they play Temple this week. Um, yes, I mean, I, I it's talked, not this week. I just know that yeah. I saw it <laughs> announced that they're they're actively trolling Liberty, and that's amazing. I, I do check
1: every single week to see who UMass is playing. Like, that's well, always the first it's, thing it's I do. It's your play. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to change my bets and throw at least a half unit. I don't have UMass on my board today, I'm about but... to start playing the fade App State game for the rest of the year. But Ooh, that's, I like that. me. But yeah, but Colorado, to your point, Colorado is in that same zone where it's like, I just auto-fade Colorado. They're, They're so, so bad. bad. So bad. I feel and, bad because uh, I
2: don't think Carl Durrell's a bad coach, but... So like... one of my...
1: Hmm. No comment. I think I, what? so I know someone who, uh, works at CU, uh, yes. like, is around the college program. And they say that they, when they're at practice, like he just stands there in the corner, just whispering to his coaches. He's not involved. The players aren't
2: checked in. Like everyone's just kind of like, whatever they've already quit on the season. Hmm. That's good. I mean, I, that's, it's nice Intel because Honestly, like fade the team that has quit is a real thing. Like I, what was it? Florida, Florida last year was a team that, um, if you looked at them from a pure, like power rating perspective, they looked amazing all year. But if you watched, if you like tuned in you could see they quit and it was, it became a really interesting fade the entire year. So quit hey, watch the team that's quit. I think Georgia tech could be next.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hey, why don't we hit a commercial break? And then when we get back, we can uh, jump into it.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: For the first time this season, we both heard the audio at the same time. A beautiful moment where we got it was to a dance, dance together. small dance party over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably my greatest contribution to the world is making that drop. <laughs> and my three wonderful children, of course. Um, but let's start with some betting. Where do you want to go first? Give me your favorite play of the week. I'm actually on this play too.
2: Um, so which why one? You... I have three of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have four multi-unit plays this week and a bunch of half-unit plays because like I was I was weird. Coastal. Um, let's start with Coastal. Um, Coastal's a good team. Like I don't think they're. I, I think I'm a little bit more down on them than I was at coming into the year. Like I think at the beginning of the year I thought that they were going to be like a fringe top twenty five team. Um, they're not. They're actually very low in my power rating right now. I think they're... Yeah, I'm looking at it now. They're 62nd in my power rating. um, But they're playing a Georgia State team that's really not good. And yeah. that's the... My issue with it here is while I do think this team is potentially overrated from a national perspective, they're playing because of against the a team... from.
1: Last, from-
2: was that yeah, last year or
1: the year before they had their big year? I can't even remember. Two
2: years ago was their their big year. Um Time but is a flat like, They still have Grayson McCall. Yep. Who is a really really good quarterback, and he's going up a defense that's allowing seventy percent of passes to be completed against them, and oh, almost three hundred or over three hundred yards of passing offense each week. And yeah, I I think McCall heats up this week. I think he he gets his name
1: back. I would on hope the, so because
2: they're really they haven't been good, but.
1: Yeah. Also Georgia state is uh, a nice offer on this season against the spread. So they, they have yet to cover. I do think this will be a pretty high scoring affair. I don't think either defense is going to have no. a whole lot yeah. to say. And in a, sh- in a shootout like that with a spread that's so low, it's only minus two. Um, at least that's where I think I saw. Is that what you have mm-hmm. as well? Minus two. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on this one, Matt. I think this is a, I, I can see why this is a double unit play for you because, uh, it just feels like more often than not, Coastal is going to win this game by at least a field goal.
2: And where the reason why I, I'm so bullish on it is even as Coastal is falling down to like 60th in my ranks and even giving a home field edge to Georgia State, I have this line at 11 and a half. Oh, wow. And so that's it, it's not that I think anything that this Coastal Carolina team is going to do much the rest of the year. I really don't. It's, it's just that when you're playing a team where you should have a pretty significant talent advantage on them, this is what you do. And two and a half seemed when I saw that or yeah, two and two and a half, but I think it's, we got it at two. right? Yeah. I saw two. it at two this
1: afternoon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So get it in at two. Like I, I just, it's too hard for me to pass on. And I think S P plus agrees with us on this one, that it's a move line. Um, Yeah, they have they have it as a move as well. So, yeah, I just I can't I can't really sit here and tell you to go after or not fade Georgia State, who's just not very good. So, yeah, it might be higher scoring and it might be a little bit more of a sweat than you might imagine. But I'd say it's much more likely that Coastal Carolina wins this game by like two touchdowns than it is that Georgia State keeps it within a field goal.
1: Yeah, so. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. Uh I like this I like this play quite a bit. Um I wait, want, we have
2: another one we share too. But it's oh, only a we? single unit play for you.
1: Well, we can go there anyway. Let's do it. Costa was Baylor a single unit. plus three. Coastal was also a single unit play for me. But yeah. Okay, so Costa was Baylor. one
2: unit for you. Costa was two units for me. I have two units on Baylor plus three at Iowa State. So I think BYU I was kind, kind of
1: surprised of, to see this on your card because I know you like Iowa State. Like, this is not you shitting on Iowa State. I don't love you like Iowa de- State, but you like their defense. You think they're well, a solid program. The problem is,
2: I think their defense, unfortunately, is buoyed a little bit by the fact that they played one of the worst teams in the country on offense. Mm-hmm. So, their defense for me is a. Let me. I'm trying to do this on the fly, but their well, defense is a top 25 defense for me, but Baylor's is better. They've not given up
1: more offense. than 10 points. In a In a match,
2: yet, yeah. Iowa state, so Did I mean that is, impre- yes. that is impressive yes, that impressive we are not we are a football podcast, not a football podcast, <laughs> good sir vootball um I do have you
1: can't see me because we're not on YouTube, but I do have a, a Wesley Snyder Dutch national team, Jersey right behind me, and that's I, Lamar Jackson over there, by the way.
2: continue. I have a shirt that has a Ohio on it um, <laughs> there we go. But so uh, the while I agree with your point, I think the problem with their like saying how good their defense is is they've played Southeast Missouri State, a team that they should probably shut out, and they let up ten points. Uh, Iowa, who they let up seven points to, which is honestly as bad as a loss. Um, and Ohio, who didn't Ohio Ohio got shredded last week by somebody. Yeah. Oh no, they got shredded, Ohio by Iowa got State. shredded my by brain Iowa State. doesn't work. But they got shredded 10. also by Penn State the week before. So yeah, I I don't know if any of those wins are impressive enough to make me think they should be favored in this matchup. And I I, I think it's a really interesting coaching matchup. It's probably two of the more exciting non huge program uh coaches in the country. And to be honest, I, I just think Baylor's a little more talented, and I think they, I think Baylor's system is a little bit better, considering that uh, Iowa State has, like, recently in the last few years have relied so heavily upon like single star players, um, that I don't know if they fully like found themselves yet this year. Um, but I think it'll be a fun match. It'll be low scoring. If Are you concerned was, at
1: all that BYU just got beat so no. bad by Oregon and
2: also beat Baylor? No, no you the question. I, to be honest, it, it's it it was a consideration, um, but Baylor was, it, it was a double over. I mean, yeah, it was double overtime in that game. Um,
1: like that, yeah. And so, it's different styles of play. You can't really just, compare it.
2: But and I it was on to. the like it was at BYU, which is just a weird place. I don't know. I don't think this will be high scoring, but I think in a lower scoring game, I like Baylor to just be able to do a little bit more. Keep it close. Com- be a little more competent on offense. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm with you. Um, that is a a one unit play. Again, we're both on Baylor plus three. Um, when, I'm we don't usually agree this much. Can we start fighting? Well, and we definitely, <laughs> we definitely never have the same uh, underdog. <laughs> that's for goddamn sure. Yeah, that's usually weird. Hey, real quick. Why is it on TV... People can say damn, but they can't say shit or fuck. I mean fuck, I kind of understand. But like even on like podcasts, like you can say damn a million times. You can say what the hell? Um, but then like there's certain words, like like shit's bad. Like you can't say that. Like if you listen to other podcasts, they'll bleep that out, but they'll leave damn in. I just don't understand. I was I always thought damn was just as bad as the others. Um, can I give you a play now? <laughs> you can yeah, you can give me a play. Can I can I interrupt myself to give you my favorite <laughs> like, play? You're like, uh, can I uh, stop ranting? So we already talked about me fading um, CU. Well they get to play UCLA this week. Uh, UCLA is kind of off to a mediocre start, sure. Um, this is not if, if anyone who's followed Chip Kelly's career should know. Uh, he does not really care too much about non-conference games unless he thinks he has a national championship caliber team, which I don't think he does. So I don't I think he's ramped it up yet. So his uh, uh, against um, in the non-con, uh, he covers the spread only thirty-three percent of the time. But in conference, he uh, he covers the spread fifty-three percent of the time. So you can definitely tell a difference there. Um, are you laughing at me, or are you just laughing? at No, general? I'm
2: laughing at what I have this line at.
1: Oh, okay. I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be even crazier than what I'm talking about, though. So, CU averages 10 points a game, yet their opponents average 42.66 points a game. And again, this is non conference play. CU has not had the toughest schedule. They played Minnesota. Yeah, sure. That's not like that's a good school, but to get destroyed like they did is embarrassing. And that's going to happen again. Um, CU allows 350 yards per game rushing. That's just on the ground, 355 yards on the ground. Um, UCLA, I don't, I know Zach Charbonnet's been a bit banged up. I don't think it's going to matter. UCLA minus 21. I'm putting one and a half units on it. What, 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 what's, uh, where do you have this line? I'm sure is it like 38? It's 36. Can I ask you though, if, Say you don't change anything about CU except you take them out of a Power Five and you make them like a non-Power Five school. I still haven't you, banded it, but they you, would. No, 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 I'm just talking about national, national media wise. This line would not be minus twenty one. It would be minus thirty two or whatever. Probably. You know, it's just the respect of being in the pack. But it, they shouldn't get any respect. CU deserves their no respect. They're
2: literally they're the worst Power Five team by a
1: yes. gap. So so. Why is this not on your sheet? <laughs> I'm just
2: kidding. Um, Short answer, uh, ah, yeah. Some I don't, I don't like three touchdown lines as a favorite. Oh, You'll I made a, a new trend. rule. I made a new
1: rule. Unless right. you're a good team, I'm not picking you to win when there's a double digit spread, no matter how bad the team you is. You're just playing. Picked UCLA. UCLA is a good team, and, and I'm is. willing to break rules for CU and <laughs> UMass. <laughs> CU and UMass. <laughs> CU and UMass. Are exceptions to the rule, I respect that. <laughs> All right, I have to All put right.
2: UMass on my card now. That's fine, okay. All right, well, so my next two unit play, and this is my last two unit play, but it's not my last multi unit play. Um, my last two unit play is James Madison plus seven and a half at Appalachian State. Honestly,
1: yeah, oh, that's
2: I love fading the team that just won back to
1: back crazy games,
2: well, crazy so games. I, it's back to back to back to be honest like appalachian state has not had a stinker of the game oh this that's year.
1: right unc they was had the, the 40 that's right they
2: had the 40 point game again or the 40 point quarter against north carolina that was a loss they had the upset win over a top 10 texas a&m team um in which they just basically game plan the hell out of them um and then they had realistically i, I it was probably a hangover spot but it was also like they're just not that good. Like I don't think this is an elite app state team. This is a hey, our system is in place and we we do what we do and we go out there and roll out. Um and to be honest with you, I think James Madison is the same type of team except I honestly think they're playing better foot like they've played bad teams right now, but James Madison is is 3 and 0. They've uh I actually need, I'm going to pull this up so I don't lie about what are they 2 and 0? They got a win over an FBS team in middle Tennessee state where they, they were underdogs in that game or they were slight favorites. Either way, it was a close, it was a close spread and they went out and put up 44 on them and only let up seven. Then they did what you're supposed to do against garbage teams. And they went out and beat them 63 to seven their defense right now. And I do adjust for, um, offenses that you play. Um, Their defense is my second-rated defense right now, just on production. James Madison, Uh, James Madison, is my second-rated defense. Now I say this, they're not really. Here we go. If they win, if you cash this bet,
1: when NCAA 2023 comes out, you start your first franchise or dynasty mode with James motherfucking Madison. Sure, but here's (laughs) my
2: problem: I have to buy an Xbox (laughs) or PlayStation. (laughs) I don't have one right now. I only, only have an. They're 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 making it so
1: that you have to have the most like the newest consoles. So I'm gonna have to buy a new one. I will buy a new console just. I for probably that will game. too.
2: But <laughs> whatever. And um, I was watching, and I'm gonna be Syracuse. Just so everyone knows. Yeah. Officially. Well, so James Madison is kind of becoming like one of my favorite teams this year. They're averaging. I mean, again, the competition level is what it is. They're allowing fifty, or they're get scoring. 53.5 points per game, and they've allowed seven per game. I think this is a team that is is not afraid of the step up in competition. And to be honest with you, after seeing what Troy was able to do against App State last week, I don't really see a path to James Madison being like really held back that much. They have a very good quarterback in, oh God, I'm going to butcher this name. Todd Setio, Sentio, Sencho, Todd. They've got Todd. And then they have realistically one of the more fun receivers in college football in Chris Thornton. Um, he's really, really productive. Um, DFS wise. If you're looking for a fun guy, Chris Thornton's really fun. Um, he's not playing. I think this game's on Thursday. Yeah. He's not. On um, so um, no, it's Saturday at three 30, whatever. But regardless, I think James Madison's a lot of fun. I think they they have a really decent chance to pull the outright upset. I have them favored um, based on my numbers, but as I said, it's hard because they didn't have any preseason. Like most teams, have a little bit of a preseason base, and they're really rolling almost entirely off of their stuff they've done this year, um, and so they'll probably slip as their competition starts to go up. But like James Madison looks like a legitimately decent team to me, and they look like they've they're they look like the type of team that was, hey, we're a national championship contender at a lower level. Now let's make the jump. Um, yeah, like if North so, Dakota State
1: did it or something like that.
2: Yeah, it's not like when Liberty did it. When Liberty was just a f- high-powered offense that couldn't stop anybody. So, yeah. I, I like this one a lot. Uh, it's my it's two units. I am paying uh, some juice on this one at minus one twenty-two. But who cares? I, hey, there's I a reason a that,
1: that. there's a reason there's there's juice. I know this yes. is a good play um i was not interested in this game at all but now i am i am gonna you watch some james madison because i'm curious i am very interested to see
2: what happens um my next also it's app state there's a decent chance that this game has like right triple overtime f- yeah something bananas happen yes um, they'll lose <laughs> on a two-point conversion again yeah i i could
1: <laughs> that would be fantastic um let's go so i have a lot of pack 12 plays this week. Do it, um do it. and it's because I watch a lot of Pac 12 football. Um that's kind of where I, I where football. I live. I love yes. Um so I want to go to a team that we talked about already that I think is very, very good, and that's the Washington Huskies. I'm an Oregon fan. It does me no pleasure to say the Washington Huskies are good. I have a real hatred in my heart for the for the city of Seattle. So I just want you to know there's no bias for the Huskies here. But they look good. Kalen DeBoer is, uh, seems to be a phenomenal head coach. Uh, no, no real problems transitioning over to Washington in his first year here. Uh, Penix looks like a friggin' god out there. I, I don't know if Michigan State is just terrible or what. But uh, yes. the final score in that game is not uh, very indicative of how dominant Washington was. So I'm very high on Washington Um, I watched Stanford get obliterated by USC last week. Nothing they did uh, was very impressive. EJ Smith is also out. Um, In the last year, in the last 12 months, Stanford has only one win, and it was against Toothpaste, Colgate. (gasps) That's their only win. That's their only win in a year. That's gross. That's real gross. 0-9 against the spread. Give me Washington, minus 13 and a half. I'm only mad at myself for not putting more units on this. Why was this not a two unit play? Um, I promise you that I will bet this much heavier in real life. Uh, minus 13 and a half, minus 110.
2: Let's go. I do like that one quite a bit. It's it's going at least head it, to head. At least your it's... hatred. I will say this at least your hatred of Washington can be helped by the fact that I know you hated Sam Hewart a whole lot and you <laughs> yeah. are getting proven right about him. <laughs> yeah, apparently.
1: Um, I will say that our um, our good friend Josh Pate, who we've never met, he's on the other side of this thing. So we're we're uh, going going against each other on this one. Well he's
2: doing poorly this year. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. It'll um, change. All right. it always does. This was a so I, I I'm also gonna go to the Pac 12 for my last multi unit play. Um I don't watch a lot of Pac-12 because, as they they call it, Pac-12 at night. Yeah. Uh, I call it I'm sleeping at night. Um, <laughs> yeah. You
1: have to, you wake up and they're still playing sometimes.
2: Yeah. Um, Do you but
1: also a team wake up I've at four f- o'clock in the morning on the weekend? Five. Oh, you get to sleep five. in a little bit.
2: I sleep in on the weekends. Sleep till five.
1: <laughs> You're a maniac.
2: Um, but one team in the Pac-12 that I have started to really uh, enjoy at least from a production standpoint, because as again, I say this, I'm not staying up to watch a lot of PAC 12 football quack. unless it's like, quack, quack. Interesting. Quack. I'm a big quack. fan of the quack. not ducks. Quack. I'm a big oh. fan of the Cougars of Washington state. Um, you know, defensively, a, <laughs> just I was going to talk about Cougars as a 40 year old man, but I'm not going to, Ha! <laughs> I'm not 40. Um, no, I am. I, am. I know. um, so Washington is uh, Washington state is in the top 10 for success rate allowed. They're in the top 10 for havoc rate generated. Um, and they're, they're good against both the pass and uh, the run. I really like their defense and I think their defense is going to give teams a lot of, a lot of problems all year. Um, and they're really not the high flying offense. They have been in under previous regimes. I think they've made a, a really intentional effort to play a different style this year. And so I, I think this game's going to stay, be a lower scoring game. I think it maybe one team gets to the thirties, but both don't. Um, so 57 and a half just looks like a really high number when I'm expecting this game to be won by someone at like 31 and the opposing team to have like 24. Um, so yep. One and a half units on under 57 and a half. I'm very happy with that. So yes.
1: I was curious um, if you knew what the if you knew what the uh, weather was going to be like. Um, Do you want me to
2: find out? Because I can. In, in uh, good old Pullman. Yeah. Let's yeah. Find I'm out. curious.
1: Um, while you're doing that, um, I will give another Pac-12 play. I'm putting one and a quarter unit on Utah minus fourteen and a half at Arizona State. Fine
2: going to be perfectly fine oh that's too bad i was hoping six six mile per hour winds um well this is night
1: it's those night games in washington state that get crazy is this a night game
2: it's at 4 p.m i'm assuming 4 p.m local
1: oh no because oregon washington is on the slate this week oregon washington state yeah oregon washington state is on the dfs slate this week yeah so it's um so it must be four eastern time anyway
2: sucks for them so even better for low scoring
1: yeah so utah minus i had this as a one and a half unit play when it was minus 13 and a half and then the line moved so i kind of just pulled it down a little bit arizona state uh they're so bad how bad are they their coach got fired on the field last week (laughs) that's still one of my favorite things the the athletic director walked up to him in the end zone. was like hey buddy we're done here um so yeah arizona state Herm. He also out. got
2: a lot of people fired. Yeah, like, he,
1: did. Uh, he mar- did.
2: I Here's the thing. Herm Edwards. I don't know that this man can sit here and preach about being that I'm going to go on a mini rant. Do it. Uh, I'm here for it. Um, Let's go. Herm Edwards came in here and preached about being this good Christian individual and, uh, yep. and how he was this good man. And then during a fucking pandemic where there were legitimately like at the, at the time when he was doing this, there were still very real concerns about like safety. And people we dying. still didn't know. Like yeah. it was it was during some of the bigger spikes. When he was bringing players into his facilities. Which was ex- the one thing. That was pretty explicitly forbidden. And he did it. And got a lot of people fired. In the compliance department within Arizona State. Like because of his actions. To choose to break certain rules. In the one way you couldn't. Because. Let's be honest. A lot of players and coaches Everyone broke met rules during recruiting, but, but they did it not on their facilities because right. if it's if you're doing that, it's it's considered like a bump uh, type deal. So you can see them. Oh, hey, I happen to see you. Um, but whereas what he did was so explicitly against the rules, and it was impossible for them to hide because it's on camera all over the place. Yeah. Um, so he got so many people fired for their actions. This dude tries to preach about being a good person. I'm, I'm so happy that hypocrite is fired. And also, he was a bad football coach.
1: Here, so. here's, 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 here's our thoughts on Herm Edwards. That's
2: booing. It says booing. It doesn't. It sounds like almost like cheering. Like booing. I was, I, I'm cheering. He's gone. <laughs> it's shame. But, so, shame. But, shame. I, I like your play of 14 and a half. I did look at that same number. Um, I liked it a lot better at 13 and a half. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be honest. I found a first half line at one and a half or at a seven and a half for uh, Utah. I think it, it's more likely that this is a game where they get ahead and coast their way because as good as the talent on Arizona state, honestly, isn't, isn't terrible. Herm did an okay job recruiting because he was cheating before cheating was cool. Um, (laughs) God, I hate him. Um, and he
1: brought in a decent, like he brought in Wyoming's running back. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they have talent on that team, but I Emory Jones is there, I believe. Right? From is Florida. that a good? No, it's not. They, by the way, saying. it was funny that you had
2: people on that team who were cheering that Jaden Daniels lost, and they brought in a worse Jaden Daniels. And then Jaden Daniels went and like got a win for LSU. <laughs> Jaden Daniels is Jaden Daniels is still good. Um, he's just not going to be an NFL. It's player.
1: funny that that's controversial now.
2: Like yeah. I used to be the J I used to, I love Jaden Daniels
1: because I had so many shares of him and it makes you love someone and uh, no one else loved him. And now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, maybe he's not terrible. I, I always loved think, him. Mm, we'll see what happens,
2: but either way. So Still I don't seven LS2. I have it seven and a half on, I have a half unit play down on this one, seven and a half in the first half, largely because I think that this is one where Utah's physicality shows up early on a team that is really in a struggle spot. Like there is a chance we see Arizona state straight up quit within the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, they're yep. either going to get rallied by the interim coach, or they're going to be so happy to see every single member of the staff go away mm-hmm. that they're just going to quit. And you'll see probably nine or 10 players hit the portal before the season ends. Um, but yeah, and, and Utah's just a, the type of team that's going to exploit a team that's not fully invested because Utah Hat still has a chance at the playoff like utah could win out and make the playoff i don't think they would but they could yeah i mean that florida loss looks worse and worse because i think florida's going to. well lose but i think it's too. it's also you can justify that loss as a tough like we took yeah. a tough road non-conference on game week one of the season it was a
1: long time ago hmm? um neither one of us have if a they play beat usc the, it's gonna be good. neither one of us have a play on tennessee um florida do you lean tennessee like i do
2: I'm actually curious about my seen, numbers. I the think the line I, was like I, I double do. digits. I liked it up until like seven. Um I'll be like, honest. I, if that was if it was nine and a half, I'm probably yeah, on it. I too. think it I it was like on my Tennessee. sheet. <laughs> it was actually on I, my sheet. I'll put it this way. Off. I have Tennessee as a bigger favorite than ten and a half. I have mm, it yeah. substantially north of that. But it's one of those ones where taking a double digit favorite on a team that I like.
3: Historically, doesn't do well
2: in this game. Yeah, Uh, it's yeah. I think Pitt kind of showed how to beat this team, but Tennessee's an avalanche team. So yeah, I would be on the Tennessee side, but it's I I I can't do a ten and a half point favorite. Yeah, I hear
1: you. Um, I'm gonna go again because I have a few more on the board than you do. You do. I'm gonna go with Old Faithful. This is gonna be my like if, if if. if Vegas keeps setting these lines in the single digits, I'm gonna keep rolling with USC. USC minus six and a half at Oregon State. Sign me up. I'll take it. Uh I think Oregon State's super, super good, but I think USC is excellent. Um and I bet their team total under. And I'm I'm kind of regretting that choice. Cause I I, I think um any like there's no team that I think has more talent than them in the Pac 12.
2: Um I don't know about any, the problem is yeah. going to be when they get to the physical matchups because sure, their line, sure. their lines are on still the road, not great,
1: right? But I don't think that that test is this week. I could be wrong, but until um, until I'm proven wrong, I'm going with USC. I regretted not taking them. I mean, I bet them privately. I didn't put it out publicly on this podcast. I did bet them last week. I wish I would have made it a oh. play because uh, they just looked so freaking good. So. USC minus six and a half. I got that at minus one Oh eight actually. So not quite as much juice Um, under
2: touchdown. I love it. One unit. So I, from a, my heart perspective, I like your play because I do think that this is a type of matchup that they could run away and hide in. Um, From a numbers perspective, it's very much a pass game for me. Yeah. I have it. What do you have it at? USC minus five and a
1: half. Okay. It's like right there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's very much a pass. This is a play where if it juiced up to a touchdown, I would probably, if it, if it got to seven and a half, I would very much be on Oregon state. Yeah. But I don't, I'm, it's not one that I feel great running to the counter for either way. Um, But you know what? I do feel great running the counter about. Tell me going against Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm sorry, but like they played Nevada last week and that Nevada team is really bad and they're the maybe one of like four teams in the country that can make Iowa's offense. I don't want to say look competent, but look like it can score more than 10 points a game and Rutgers is, if nothing else, competent. They're going to hold Iowa to 14 points. Max, uh, like I, I don't see a way where Iowa's scoring a lot on this team because <laughs> Rutgers is just is, good enough.
1: How sad do you have to be to be an Iowa fan right now?
2: They're pathetic.
1: <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> well, choose the, a different the, team. I well, but the issue it is like it's a, it's a. Uh,
2: the problem is, is that like uh, at least like I, I was listening to something this week and they were talking about how oh, Iowa fans right now just feel broken because of the fact that like like one of their big rivals at least in conferences Nebraska and at least Nebraska got to fire their coach like that's that like Nebraska got to be unsad mm-hmm. um whereas when you look at Iowa you're looking at okay so we can never get rid of Kirk Ferentz cuz it'll cost us the like entire revenue of the state to ever get rid of him because we keep giving him ungodly um extensions for winning eight games in a year, which by the way, that maybe Iowa just knows what they are and they want to win eight games. Right. But then like they're sitting there going and Oh God, there's a decent chance that we're going to hire Brian Ferentz to take over afterwards. um, Whenever Kirk decides he doesn't want to coach anymore. And it's just like, how sad do you feel? Because I'll just be honest. Like they have some offensive talent. Like they're really not garbage. I don't think Spencer Petras is good, but I think, if you put Spencer in like an offense that tried to help him, like, I think they would win. Like they could score 21 points a game and it's just sad. And so, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for a spot this week, that's a feels like way too easy a spot. It's I mean, Rutgers isn't going to score a lot, but this game, (laughs) like the over under on this game is 34. And to be honest with you, it's probably about ten points too high, <laughs> that's so gross, like um, that, if we're being honest, do you think there's a way where no either because Rutgers to isn't 20? gonna
1: no Rutgers isn't gonna score either. I was curious to see what the team total points were like the individual team totals, but we don't have to go into that right now. We're already going a little long because I keep getting distracted by things. um, you know who Rutgers beat last week? Temple? do you know who I'm taking this week? Temple because they play UMass minus nine, <laughs> and I'm on
2: it. With, hey, you uh, know three what? It's, it's of under a unit. double digits. You're fine.
1: 3 quarters of a unit on uh, and and UMass last week you'll notice I didn't bet on them cuz they played Stony Brook and they won. UMass won <laughs> last week. They're going to be very very happy with themselves. <laughs> they got the one win they were hoping
2: for and now Temple is going to also beat them by double digits. <laughs> so who's Temple rolling out at quarterback these days? Is it still Okay, it's not Dwan Mathis anymore. They moved off Dwan Mathis. Isn't Dwan Mathis uh, with <coughs> Florida Athletic? Anyway. It's, um, not, I mean, Dwan Mathis is still there. He's just... Oh, okay. Who am I thinking of? Anyway,
1: continue. Your your um, your,
2: your turn. Alright, so I've only got half unit plays left. I'm gonna do my sickest of the sickest of sickest plays last. Um... And I'm going to make you pick all of yours before I do my sickest of the sickest of the sickest. Um, but Absolutely. we're going to go with Maryland plus 17 against Michigan. And this isn't actually something I feel great about, which is why it's only a half unit. But I don't... Who has Michigan played that makes you think they're actually good? Now, I, I'm, I will All give they've them done credit. is what they were supposed to do. They've done... Like, that, they've I'll done, give them credit. Yeah. But, but I we don't, talking, your point, We don't know. But my... So my father, or not father-in-law, my stepfather is a Michigan fan, and he was asking me last week about all the teams they have played. And they've played Colorado State, they've played Hawaii, and they've played Connecticut. And he was trying to compare that, and I tried to give him some reference point um, for how how bad the teams that were playing. And I said, the team you played today, Connecticut, would be a three-touchdown underdog against the Toledo team, probably more than three touchdowns if we're being honest there would be a three plus touchdown dog against the Toledo team that Ohio state scored 77 points against. That's how bad of teams we're talking about. They haven't played a yeah. team with a pulse. Colorado now,
1: state also terrible. They might be worse to, than C and actually. Hawaii. Yeah.
2: Like yeah, the three right. teams that we've, where we've seen them play are among the bottom 15. All three of them are among the 15 worst teams in the FBS. Um, whereas Maryland and again, not much better Buffalo, Charlotte, SMU. SMU has a pulse. They're I not wanted to bad. take
1: SMU this week against DCU. It was on the card. You would. I, just, um, I mean, I I,
2: I bet it, but I just didn't want it on. The Charlotte board. isn't good, and they're not gonna be good. But they, I I think like they're gonna give some teams a run, and then, yeah, I mean, I I just don't. Seventeen points is a lot to assume. And I think when you like, they're getting a major step up in competition just by playing a real power five team. Um, so 17 points just feels like too much. Give me, give me Maryland to cover. And my hope in this game is that between the three wide receivers or four, really, because they've got quite a few, between all the wide receivers that they have, they're able to spread out to Michigan defense enough to just really keep the ball moving um so i hope they take their spots and i be i'll be honest i don't particularly want maryland to win outright because i do kind of want this to be 11 and 0 against 11 and 0 because i want to watch michigan fans heartbreak um (laughs) i want to ask you what happened last year i you we all talked about it last year i (laughs) here's the thing (laughs) i I, I am not they they had their one year Yeah, they can celebrate that one. Now they get to wait eight more. Now they get to die. (laughs) Like, yeah. 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 Uh, So, uh, yeah, I I really like this one a lot actually because I do. It it's such a steep jump in competition for me. Talking about
1: low uh, interceptions make me nervous.
2: (laughs) I, I mean, yes, they they should, but I also think. I do think this is a high-scoring game, though. I I I think this is going to be one where Maryland's offense just has so many weapons they can dictate that a little bit yeah and i think michigan will keep up and win to your point um but, but i yeah, think it'll I, probably be like they win by somewhere between somewhere like 10 to 14 i i don't hate this play i'm not i'm not gonna play this one myself
1: but i'm gonna be watching this one and uh, i'll be live betting the hell out of it um my I've got one. Oh, so I get to go three in a row here before you get to oh, finish yeah, mine, nasty. Tell me one sec to tease the listeners oh, right now. It's so
2: it's gross. it's gross.
1: Let's just say that one of the teams has been mentioned in the top in the bottom 15, and the other one is also squarely in the bottom fifteen. Oh yeah. And just hasn't been mentioned yet. So it's a real it's a real doozy. Um but I'm I've got one unit on Texas, minus six and a half at Texas Tech. I I mean Texas Tech is zero and three against the spread this year, uh, if my notes are correct. No, it's the other way around. Texas is three and zero against the spread this year. Texas Tech, um, they're playing with a backup quarterback, just like Texas is. But I think Texas is um, has kind of created more line movement than necessary. I think um, it took a little while for him to feel comfortable, Hudson Carr to feel comfortable last week against um, the Roadrunners, but. Once he settled in, that second half looked pretty good. I think Dijon Robinson goes off against Texas Tech. Do you think Texas Tech scores in this game? I just don't think it's enough. I think Texas wins by more than a touchdown. Um, seven. In, uh, Texas is seven and three against the spread uh, versus Texas Tech with an average of a thirteen point victory. And this is like this is not like the glory days of Texas. We're talking about the last ten meetings. Like it's been some bad Texas teams, so uh, they just own Texas Tech. It's like the little brother syndrome. It's much like Ohio State, Michigan where Ohio State's the big brother and Michigan's just upset and wants it to be a rivalry. And it's not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, my next play, um, I would put more on this if it wasn't for history. Sometimes historical trends, um, like it's like this is uh, Oklahoma has a new head coach, a new quarterback, like a completely different team, yet playing Kansas State terrifies me. But it shouldn't because I think Oklahoma State is a way better team than Kansas State, than Adrian Martinez, of all people, throwing the football. Um, I think Oklahoma State runs away with this. But... By the way, never do you mean know. Oklahoma? Yeah, sorry, Oklahoma. Because you've said sorry. Oklahoma State twice. Oklahoma, new coach, new court, Dylan Gabriel, um, I think, dominates this game. He looked so good last week. I think Oklahoma... It's because I was looking at Kansas State on the board. Fair. And reading... So, I think Oklahoma mm-hmm. runs away with this. But just in case I'm only putting a half unit on it... Uh, My final one, we're going back to the Pac-12. Arizona Wildcats are a pesky team. Jaden Delora has brought an element. Um, He's thrown some picks, but he has made some explosive plays. They've got a very young, exciting wide receiver core. Um, I don't need them to win. I need them to just not lose by more than three uh, against Cal. Cal has not impressed me. They do not look good. They do not look like they can score much. I think Arizona could win outright. Um, but give me the three and a hook just in case. Um, and that's
2: my final play on the weekend. So I have some thoughts. Um, I like your Arizona Calwood a lot. I'm a little iffy it's on because it's an underdog. State. I'm a little iffy on Kansas, Kansas State and Oklahoma, just because Kansas State is just really well coached. I love yeah. Chris Kleiman. I think that Chris Kleiman should be one of only two candidates that Nebraska is even considering urban. Yeah, Meyer, Lance be, uh, No, Lance Light. <laughs> <laughs> those, those should be the two coaches. I mean, Anyone urban else, Meyer deserves a shot just on character. No, alone. <laughs> no. Um, and then the last one, Texas, Texas tech, I think Texas tech is a rising team, but yeah, Texas, Texas is going to be too much there. I mean, their defensive line is, is real. Uh, their, yeah. their g- defensive line is going to give teams fits. And also, Bijan's going to do what he wants in that game. He's I think gonna, so. If they let him go for whatever he wants, he's going to do a lot. Um, all right. Here we go. Got a serious question for you. Hang on one Why second. Why is the worst team in the country a five-point favorite? <laughs> so New Mexico State is the worst team in the country by a lot. They're really bad. They've been the worst team in the country for about three years now. Um, I feel bad cuz I Jerry Kill's not a bad dude. But boy does that team not have talent. They don't have a game, a scheme to say, like to save them. And as bad as Hawaii is, Hawaii should be a favorite in this game. And I'm catching 5 points for the Rainbow Warriors. Yeah. I I have Hawaii in my numbers. I have Hawaii as a Let me find it. Let me find it, because they are favored. I have them as two point favorites in this game, which means I have about a touchdown swing. That's so very gross. It's just like it's just one of those things that's like, I don't understand. Like I, I think they're I think New Mexico State is gradually improving, but they're they're gonna lose again, and that's that's why I am taking Hawaii because I'm getting points and they're going to win. I should probably be on Moneyline. I don't want to be though, because yeah, well, I you, want some points. I don't know if
1: anyone ever wants to put money on Hawaii having to actually win a game this season. That yeah,
2: I feel, terrifying. I would feel very dirty with that. But so we're talking about, I realistically right there, I, I so I, as we, you, you said, both of these are my top in my bottom 15. Uh, so there are 131 FPS programs, right? Yeah. Uh, in my numbers um hawaii is 128 new mexico state is 131 jeez for reference because we do love kicking a couple of people while they're already down colorado is
3: 122
2: (laughs) Uh, umass is 126 so both of my teams are worse than your favorite team to bet against yeah um (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I just right, I, I, I I'm um, I love, 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 love catching points against New Mexico State because I I learned last year when I tried to get a little too cute with my picks and my futures. Sometimes bad teams are bad no matter who they play. Right. And in this one, um, I'm just going to bet against the worst team in the country. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, give me, not, give me again, all of that. You just they
1: can they can win three nothing if they need to.
2: Um, well, I, I mean, yeah, if if New Mexico wins, New Mexico State wins this game where I, I don't see them winning by a, a touchdown. That's where right. I'm at is I think this is going to be a, a competitive game for the whole game. Weirdly might be compelling, probably won't be compelling. No. Don't subject yourself to watching this. To be honest, there's no one that's broadcasting this game if you're not like in Albuquerque. They actually so.
1: called me to see if I would do it, and I said no. <laughs> I would have said <laughs> yes in a second. Um, my buddy lives in Albuquerque. I should tell him to go watch this game. Like, go to the game. You'll probably get tickets for $0.14. Cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, we're not betting it, but thoughts on Texas A&M-Arkansas? A&M outright. Okay, I'm on Arkansas. And then um, Notre Dame, uh, North Carolina. I feel Another like there's like game right. I'm on North Carolina. Let's go, buddy. We wanted to fight. We're fighting. It's just not official. Um, well, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: DFS. All right. DFS time. Again, like I said earlier, I had a min- minorably, minorably, a mediocre. Miniscule. I mean, yeah I, I won a little bit of money last week so the the plays I wrote up in the um article pl- were all real good uh the unfortunate part is I just didn't piece them th- together in the best ways to make uh enough money i I won all my double ups and um like my 50 50s and then I lost most of my gpps um mm-hmm. let's get into this week um Penn State has the highest implied point total of forty three. And then there's like a cluster of teams with an implied point total of over 35. That's Michigan, Tennessee, Kansas, and Cincinnati. Um, So I thought that was interesting. Um, I I kind of don't love the wide receivers. It's kind of similar to last week where the wide receivers were not super exciting to me. Um, I think it's the quarterbacks. Yeah. I also think it's ridiculous that um, Sean Clifford is the highest priced quarterback. Um, I wrote him up in the article as a fade. <laughs> I felt like that was pretty easy. not because I'm a Sean Clifford hater, but why would you want to spend the max amount of money for your first for Sean Clifford that quarterback? Like I, I'd rather go cheaper. And there's a couple guys I like. I like Drake may this week. Um, and Jalen Daniels once again is, uh, is someone that I'll be targeting. He, uh, <laughs> he looks so good. I'm, it's kind of fun that people are talking about Kansas Duke this week. Um, but I, I think Jalen Daniels um, balls out yet again. He is... Um, Jalen Daniels is 7900 so he's not super cheap. He is, in fact... Sorry, my computer's not loading. Um, so I was going to tell you...
2: He's the second-highest quarterback.
1: Um, Third-highest. Wow. Clifford Hooker, then him. Um, I forgot. I already had Hooker. Drake May at 6900 That Notre Dame defense does not scare me, and I... I'm in love Can with I,
2: Drake May. So I I have a counter to that. Sure. I don't think that Notre Dame's rush defense should scare you. I think um, Notre Dame's pass defense is actually fairly adequate. They're 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 intentional in the fact that they're just not letting up explosive plays to beat them. Um, but they're not. That I would say the one thing about them that they do decent is at least on the backside. Um, but I, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I think we've seen that... Uh, For the price, I like him at six. North Carolina is going to score points.
1: Yeah. On I like everyone. Him. I think he's priced really fair. Um, I think he's a value with that price. Which, um, you mentioned you have Henn and Hooker. Uh, what quarterbacks do you like this week?
2: Uh, I hate all of the quarterbacks. I'm actually <laughs> being that. half serious. I genuinely hate every quarterback on this slate. To the point, like... So, like, I see Sam Hartman, and I just want to play him. And then I realize... They're playing against the best defensive line in the country. So, nope. Um, honestly, like one guy I'm really staring at, um, I like Ben Bryant at 7,200. They're not going to put up huge, huge numbers, but they've proven that they can score um, well, yeah, they have, when they uh, need to. They
1: have the top five implied point total this week, like we just talked about.
2: That's, a, that's um, interesting. And then this one's a little bit sick because they're probably going to try to run the ball a lot. But if they were smart, they'd be trying to attack through the air, and that's Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, they just lost Ottman Bell for the year, though. Yeah, but I still think Tanner Morgan is at least worth a look. Um, God, it gets gross. It gets really um, gross really fast.
1: Some of the cheaper... Yeah, I mean, Tanner Morgan's only 6100 Honestly,
2: Drew Pine. Notre mm-hmm. Dame's quarterback, Drew Pine. If you want to punt a kind of a punty guy at quarterback because you don't think the slate is great for him and you want to load up at other positions. Nor- we've seen North Carolina's defense. They can't stop literally anything. So I,
1: <laughs> another punt play was for me was Robbie Ashford, uh, for Auburn, um, against Mizzou. Uh, but he's just, uh, Oregon transfer. So I just kind of have a soft spot in my heart for him. Uh, Bo Nix is only uh 5,900, but again, I know you don't like him because you like Wazoo's defense quite a bit. Um, DJU is only 6,300 against Wake. That could be interesting. But I think um, just kind of pivoting over to running back, that's where I want to attack this game, is I ha- I want to have a lot of Will Shipley this week. Um, ironically, he's not going to be in the lineup that I give tonight um, or whatever, uh, whenever you're listening. Um, but I do like Will Shipley. Um, he has scored two touchdowns in each game this season. Uh, he's seen an in- increased production week after week. And I think that Wake Forest will give Clemson a bit of a game for a while, so they'll need to utilize Will Shipley um, throughout the game. So I think Will Shipley at 6,700 is is great. My favorite running back this week, though, is um, Blake Corum. He's coming up a five-touchdown game. There's no Donovan Edwards, it looks like. He's going to be out with an injury. Uh, So I think the Michigan running back is going to see a lot of work. And um, I do think, like I said earlier, I think that Maryland game could be a little high scoring. I think Maryland will try to do it through the air, and Michigan will try to do it uh, with JJ McCarthy's legs and uh, Blake Corum. So that's kind of where I'm at on running back. I do like Nate Singleton. He's only six thousand four hundred. Um, that seems like pretty cheap considering he's coming off um, a huge, <laughs> a huge game. Um, he's got back to back hundred plus rushing yard games, uh, but he's only seeing ten carries a week. So um, that's the one fear.
2: Your thoughts on so that? So I, I found another punt QB that I kind of love. Okay. And it's Cam Ward. Oh or, yeah, yeah. So Cam Ward is five thousand dollars. He's for a Washington guaranteed State? starter for Washington State. Um, I don't think they're going to go off. I don't think he's going to put up like a huge number. But again, he doesn't have. If you to need a cheap price. QB and you want a good starter in a game that should be fairly competitive. I like that spot. Um, yeah, my fear I, is that he's not going to give you anything on the ground. Um, probably. Yeah. So he's got negative one yard on the year. Love it, <laughs> love those negative QBs. Yeah, um, I will say so. Bijan, I feel like he's a guy that you could, if you can find a way to get him in your lineup, uh, which you can, earlier. if you can do, if you do some of these cheaper quarterback plays. Uh, um, Bijan,
1: where where is he on the list? Uh, he's the second Bijan highest. Bijan was at 8, highest. Three. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's expensive. Mo Ibrahim's also expensive. I'm not. And going Mo Ibrahim
1: was but he was worth it last week. He had 200 yards and three touchdowns. Like, like sometimes you got to pay up
2: for running back and it's worth it. Um, I, I think tank Bigsby almost feels too good to not put in your lineup against a Missouri team. That's pretty atrocious. Um, I think people are going to fade Auburn a little bit more because of how bad they played last week. That was my, that was my thinking. Yeah. Getting tank Bigsby's in there is real nice. Um, and then Amari on Hampton, like, I, I don't know that he's I, like, he's not a superstar at this point. They're pricing him a little bit closer to right at 5,500. But I, I think the way they're going to beat Notre Dame consistently and move the ball, however they want is probably running. And no, on Hampton's a really nice price there. Um, yeah. I could name like 13 other dudes. Um, who are <laughs> just because I just like saying stuff. Um, I like Taj Brooks but, for Texas Tech this week too. At five four, yeah. I mean, I think my fade, like it, you're going to be tempted with a guy like Jarrell Brock from Iowa State because he's inexpensive and he does get the volume. But Baylor's defense is good enough that you don't necessarily want to target it. Um, probably, yeah. I probably feel the same way about Nikia Watson for uh, Washington State. I don't really want him, and even though he's been a cheap, like semi-productive guy. Um, yeah, I don't want. I don't want Wake Forest. I don't want Turner. Like, nope. <laughs> like, I, I kind of like the idea Johnson. of one guy who who's consistently productive. Um, and if we're right that um, Texas Tech is going to struggle, um, and it's going to lead to a lot of running attempts for Texas, I really like Roshan Johnson. He's super mm-hmm. athletic. He's a former quarterback. Um, he's B. John Robinson's backup, but he does like. It's not a guy who goes out and gets three touches a game. He's a guy that gets like ten to twelve per game. Um, if he converts one of those into a touchdown, you're, you're really, you're really happy with that. So, um, I think that's the fun one at wide receiver. Just get Cedric Tillman into your lineup. If he's assume. let's rephrase that. If Cedric Tillman's playing, Cedric Tillman should be in your lineup. So I real quick, I also
1: like, um, I always for, uh, Travis, uh, Nope. Trevor Etienne is, uh, is only 3,200 for the Gators. Um, super cheap punt.
2: Play right there um i do just want to point I, out that in your article you have a you have singleton listed with the name nate his name is nicholas
1: oh who's nate singleton i don't know i think i've been calling him nate all year um i like jalen hyatt uh he's actually been doing better than tillman i like both of them but uh hyatt's a little bit cheaper so um six thousand eight hundred he's someone that i'm interested in um xavier worthy is only six thousand three hundred. i know Ugh. we both what you don't that's you don't filthy like, no, that's
2: great. That's a yeah. That's a stupid you mentioned, price.
1: You mentioned that you thought Bijan would do a lot of the damage, but I think they're going to want to get Xavier Worthy involved, even with Card. Uh, we saw that Worthy could put up in, incredible numbers last uh, year with um, Casey Thompson at quarterback. Wasn't it Casey Thompson at quarterback? It was um, Casey Thompson. So, so I, I like both of. I like um, Hyatt and Worthy. I like Tillman too. I'll have him in a few, and then a couple really cheap wide receivers that um, I like: Kobe Pesor. Um, for UNC, I know you said Notre Dame is is stronger against the pass, but he's only 4,100. Now, I'm only playing this if Josh Downs is out, but since Josh uh, since Josh Downs' is injury, he's had 13 receptions for 185 yards um, in those two games. So uh, if you want to stack Drake May with this guy, I kind of like that idea. It's kind of a cheap stack. Um, and then for Washington State, I like Donovan Ollie quite a bit. Um, he's I've mentioned him on the podcast before. Um, but he has his last three games. Uh, so, so far this season, he's got seven receptions, five receptions and seven receptions. A lot of it's shorter work. He's not getting like a bunch of vertical routes, but, um, for a nice full floor play for 3,500 in a cash lineup, I, I kind of like him.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you, you picked out a bunch of good guys on that spot. I I'm some of the receivers I I've just been looking at, um, See, I love A.T. Perry because I think there is a chance that... Clemson, though, scares gonna... me. Yeah, but the problem I have is
1: Clemson's have defensive
2: something. line terrifies me. I think A.T. Perry's going to be able to find a few spots, and I think the only way they're going to move the ball is through the air. Yeah. Um, I think that... There was one receiver I was just looking at whose name is now escaping me. Um, I think Xavier Henderson against Tennessee is an interesting one at 5,800. I think we I think Deshaun Jones and Jacob Copeland for um, Maryland are interesting because I've w- you and I have now talked about this a lot. But for DFS, if you're going to go play a Maryland receiver, they have so many options there. You just find like the cheapest one that yeah. you um, you're you're comfortable rolling out. Um, yeah, Rakeem Jarrett's only averaging 13
1: points a game and is like top 10 priced and then Demas is averaging
2: 3.9 points per game. Like, you just can't play these guys at their price at the moment. Um, Beyond that, like I said, I think Deshaun Jones is one. Um, I still... uh, Brenton Strange for Penn State is consistently productive, um, and in a game where you're expecting uh, Penn State to score a fair bit against a a really overmatched defense, I think this is probably a guy like... um, Mind you, I said that about Josh Wiley last week um, against Miami, and then UC almost managed to lose to Miami. So who knows? Um, I do like your Kobe Pace or play. And yeah, by the way, I, I looked it up. And the reason why I felt like Notre Dame was more um, viable to beat against the run was because they let up on um, in the past their top 25 in success rate allowed. So they are markedly better against the pass, but I, like I said, I still I'm pretty good with all your plays, just because volume matters a lot in this type of spot,
1: right? And and to you, uh, you mentioned Copeland. Jacob Copeland is only um, three thousand nine hundred bucks, and he's uh, now last week he didn't do much, but before like he's got six receptions for one hundred thirty yards and two touchdowns. He's averaging eleven points a game, and at three thousand nine hundred, that's that's pretty pretty decent. Um. Anything else? You want to give me? Uh. Did you put together a lineup? I have a lineup. I'll share my lineup first. You do your um, lineup, and by the time you're done, I will hopefully have a lineup. Sounds good. Um. I am starting off. Uh. My quarterback is Jalen Daniels. Uh. My super flex is my boy Drake May. Um. At running back, I'm going with Blake Corum, and Singleton. Um. And wide receiver, I am going Jalen Hyatt as mentioned before, uh, Xavier worthy, Kobe pay and Donovan Ollie. So all people I've already talked about shocking.
2: All right. I don't like that one making one minor, one minor update. Um, I did go cam Ward at quarterback. Like I said, I think it's being a little punty, but also it's fun. Um, you going to stack whatever. him with anyone? I'm not. Okay. Um, Going with a naked Cam Ward, um, that's always fun to say. Um, <laughs> Bijan Robinson and Tank Bigsby, um, At Perry as my top wide receiver. Uh, Miles Price, um, Texas, Tech. Texas Tech's good wide receiver. Um, I thought you he like was going to Fu- have a bigger year.
1: You don't like the Fu- I don't like. I forget his other, the other guy's name, Fujani or something like that. No, Ooh, I, I think like he's, he's good, good but I don't he sort of think he's.
2: Well, Continue. Sorry. You just threw me off my game, and I still hadn't picked out another wide receiver, so I'm about to go back to. Uh, let's go with some Donovan Ollie situation. Donovan Ollie. Let's, whatever. No longer a naked cam ward. Donovan Ollie, um, Nick Singleton, and then Hendon Hooker. Um, Hendon Hooker, because I don't, with Tillman being questionable, I wouldn't want to actually play him, um, or I wouldn't want to submit a lineup now with him in because I'd have to swap him out late um but yeah i think this is a week where i'm going for i'm spending my money on an elite wide receiver and then there's too many good underpriced running backs this that's how i feel too yeah so i mean quarterback is not my priority yeah
1: i like it um you think kansas goes 4-0 yes i love it awesome all right thank you all so much for listening we really appreciate it again um Keep doing what y'all are doing. Uh, Like, subscribe, all the things. Thank you very much.
2: Um, Say hi to me on Twitter. Yes, do that. Oh, where can people find you? Find me at WispyTheKid. It's not spelled really easily, but you'll be able to figure it out. WispyTheKid, and I'm at StayFunLaco. Thank you all for listening. Matt, is there anything
1: you'd like to leave our listeners with? Hi. Buy who? Hmm. Who or whom? Who are we buying? um buy a mech egg buka all right i feel like every time you say one they actually end up scoring that week so let's go oh um wait one sec i'll get you one. Buy g scott jr Ooh, i've got him in the tight end slot in one of my leagues because i don't have options and i don't think he's got a catch this year (laughs) he does not but he's gonna score because we're gonna have the backups in i love it all right thank you all so much for listening we'll talk to you all next week